The Matildas miraculously make it through to the knockout stage and the Australia Cup is set to get underway. How's it going? My name's Lockie and this is Coastwood Football. This is the weekly Friday podcast where we talk all the latest headlines in Australian football covering Socceroos, Matildas, A-League, everything uh, has been going on this past week. There's news regarding pretty much every corner of Australian football and uh, of course we have to open up with the Women's World Cup, which has been the focus for the last couple of weeks now. What a tournament it has been. Uh, we're going to be diving into some Australia Cup, some A-League news stuff as well, uh, transfer news also later on in the episode. But the Women's World Cup, uh, the group stage has officially concluded. Uh, last night, Thursday, was the final match day, and what a dramatic finale it was to the group stage. Germany are out, uh, alongside a bunch of other countries who, high-ranked nations who have, who have dropped out in the group stage. Uh, a 1-1 draw between Korea Republic and Germany, and a win for Morocco over Colombia means that the second-ranked team in women's football is officially out. Just remarkable. And honestly, for me, I mean, we've been doing we've been doing so many live watch-longs on the YouTube channel for this Women's World Cup. A lot of you guys have been jumping into the, to the live chat and, and ha- have been hanging out, which has been awesome. And for me, this has been one of the most enjoyable football t- tournaments that I have ever watched. There's been upsets left, right, and center. There's been crazy narratives. There's been remarkable goals scored left, right, and center as well. And um, it's just been so, so much fun. Uh, but as we say, Germany knocked out the other big nations to be knocked out in this group stage, though. Brazil, we saw, got knocked out the other night after uh, they were held to a nil-nil draw with Jamaica. Uh, Italy dropped out as well. Uh, they went down, went down to uh, defeat in the final group stage game against South Africa. South Africa going through to the round of 16. And then Canada, of course, another top 10 team knocked out of the group stage. And of course, uh, Australia, the team to knock the Canadians out. So there are some seriously good teams and seriously good players missing out on the group stage. And not only has there been, you know, those big teams missing out, there's been some big results throughout the group stage as well. Some good teams losing games or being held to draws. And it makes it really exciting. I think for this knockout stage, there might be some matchups where people might, you know, be tipping, you know, the likes of, you know, England or, or France or, or you know, some of these teams to, to, to go far and do well. But um, I'm sure there's going to be some more surprises in the knockout stage coming up. That's for sure. Uh, but of course, as we know, we are taking the Aussie focus and the Matildas did indeed get that win against Canada earlier on in the week. Uh, we did plenty of content on YouTube around it from the watch along and uh, my post reaction uh, video, um, the post match reaction is out on YouTube and um, very pleased with the result, very pleased with the performance and especially responding in such a way after Matildas went down to such a heavy defeat. Uh, not a heavy defeat, but it was a. It felt like a heavy defeat, didn't it, against Nigeria the week before. But to come back after that defeat and disappointing performance to win 4-0 against one of the top sides in women's football, so, so impressive. And now I think we're heading into the knockout stage, Matildas fans, with a lot of confidence, you know, quietly confident that we could go far in this tournament and do all right. Um, but just fantastic. And there was a lot of excitement around the country for that Australia-Canada game. Um, according to Channel 7, we hit a total of viewership of 4.71 million. That was the number that was apparently reached for the broadcast. Great to see such big numbers. The vibe is, it's, it's really, there's a really great vibe in Australia now, especially around the Matildas. Everyone is behind them. And even... 
And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening, a lot of you Australian fans listening will be the same, but there's a lot of like uh, non-football fans who are now getting behind the Matildas. Like I have heaps of friends of mine who maybe have gone to like one or two football games in their entire life. Uh, they have essentially no interest in the round ball game, but the Matildas, they get behind them. Um, and to back up that, uh, that excitement, uh, a, a piece of uh, an interesting statistic um, was revealed here from, uh, according to Football Australia, uh, apparently Matilda's jerseys are outselling Soccer's jerseys two to one, uh, which, again, just, just summarizes that excitement for the women's national team and um, the whole country is absolutely getting behind the Matildas. Hopefully, we can go deep into the knockout rounds. Um, and then lastly, with the Women's World Cup, it's just been awesome seeing the wonderful attendances uh, all around both Australia and New Zealand, really strong numbers. And uh, just a few days ago, after 13 days in the tournament, uh, 1 million fans attending the games, uh, that figure had been surpassed. So 1 million within 13 days, which is just awesome. As we know, this has already been uh, the biggest Women's World Cup in terms of um, uh, ticket sales and attendances and all that kind of thing. Uh, so it's just great to see that, uh, especially it's all happening here down under. Uh, hey, let's jump into the Australia Cup, which is getting underway uh, tonight. You might be listening to this afterwards. Uh, the first match day, if you like, of the round of 32 is getting underway this Friday. Uh, that is uh, the day of this podcast release, the 4th of August. Uh, four matches getting underway tonight. And uh, the highlight of the matches, Peninsula Power taking on Wellington Phoenix. Wellington Phoenix is our first A-League men's team in action in the round of 32 tonight. So curious to see how they go, especially. But we have matches on throughout the uh, the coming weeks. And the exciting thing is, is whenever there's a there's a rest day in the Women's World Cup, that's when the Australia Cup matches are on. So it's really non-stop football for the next few weeks still uh, in Australia, which is uh, which is great, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. So keep an eye on the Australia Cup. Of course, uh, if you're watching in Australia, you can watch on 10 Play. And we're going to be doing a whole bunch of live watch-alongs. Um, uh, we are indeed doing one for this uh, first match day, the Friday night matches. And um, that should be fun where we're sort of we're trying to keep track of multiple matches and um, the live chat is great. It sort of serves as one big sort of community sort of center as we can all discuss these matches as they're happening live. Let's jump into some of the teams uh, that, well, this team's not being involved in the Australia Cup this year. They're going to knock down the playoffs. But Perth Glory, the big news regarding them, they have announced that Alan Stajic has taken over as their head coach. This is a big one. Ruben Zankovic, their former head coach, uh, departed, I think, almost like over a month ago now. Uh, the hunt for a head coach had been on, and they have recruited one of the best Aussie coaches. This is a fantastic appointment by the WA club, uh, especially considering that things had been a little bit shaky with them. They're around the ownership. There'd been situations there. They're still looking for new owners after Tony Stage stepped away from the club recently. Um, to bring someone like Alan Stajic in, who has basically been successful wherever he's gone, it's a great, great appointment. And, you know, he's he's done some interviews. Um, you can see it on the Perth Glory socials, uh, some of the chats that uh, Alan Stajic has had already. And he sounds very optimistic about uh, the future of Perth Glory and really, um, you know, wants to do the city proud. That's what's, that, uh, that is what he has uh, been stating in, his, um, in those videos there on the Perth Glory socials. And I think if you're a Glory fan, you should be excited. Um, you know, me being a Santa Cruz Mariners fan, I know firsthand what Alan Stajic can do, you know, his uh, ability to turn around a club and turn them into a successful club. Alan Stajic came to the Santa Cruz Mariners and um, helped them finish third, uh, which was quite remarkable. So this is a fantastic piece of uh, 
piece of appointing by Perth Glory to bring in Stadjic. Uh, continuing with the coaching news, an assistant coach here for Brisbane Raw, who have been quite busy of late. Uh, Luciano, Trian, uh, Luciano Trani sorry, has joined uh, Brisbane Raw as an assistant coach, linking up with Ross Aloisi there. Uh, another piece of news regarding Brisbane Raw, and this is a pretty major piece of news, uh, or almost 12 months ago now. There was, a, there was a bit of a debacle around Corey Brown, and he had been uh, um, removed from the club, basically. And uh, Brisbane Raw have now officially issued an apology and have uh, reinstated uh, Corey Brown, welcoming back welcoming back to the club with, with open arms, which is great to see. Um, you know, issuing that apology, uh, bringing Brown back, and um, they said that he's going to be a key part of their squad for the upcoming season. So Corey Brown. Back at Brisbane Raw after after a year out of not being involved. Um, let's jump over to some news regarding some of the preseason friendlies. A-League teams have been preparing for the upcoming Australia Cup uh, round of 32 games. Uh, we've had Sydney FC defeating uh, NWS Spirit 2-1 in a preseason friendly. Uh, plenty of young players getting a run in that game for the Sky Blues. And Western United met Melbourne City, an all-A-League preseason friendly there. It was the Green and Black who won that one, 3-1. Uh, having said that, there were um, a lot of young players on show for both teams teams and um, I believe that game that was one of those weird games where they, they play a lot longer than usual it went to something like 130 minutes of football so um, they went uh, beyond your standard 90 minutes but uh, a good hit out for both sides regardless of the score uh, sticking with Western as well there's been a bit of a piece of news uh, off the field regarding them uh, their CEO um, Chris uh, Pelivanis uh, has announced that he will be resigning effective of December 31st 2023 so at the end of this year uh, the Western CEO will be stepping down some news abroad as well. We've got some player news. Of course, it's been great to see a bunch of uh, Socceroo stars in action uh, across Europe especially. Uh, but jumping first to India, there's been some really, really cool footage from India. Uh, Mohun Bagan, of course, signed Jason Cummings. And there was an epic video of him being uh, introduced, uh, unveiled to the uh, to the to the to the fans there in India and it's just it's just awesome seeing the scenes they're so excited about Jason Cummings um, it's it's like he's a, a worldwide celebrity there uh, with the sort of reception he was getting so I'm sure Jason's loving that and uh, we wish him all the best over there in India of course uh, jumping over to Scotland and a great very heartwarming piece of news here Martin Boyle has returned to the football pitch for his first competitive match, and he scored two goals. He took he scored two goals uh, off a substitute appearance um, in a in a Europa Conference League uh, playoff match. Uh, absolutely awesome for Martin. Uh, it was his first competitive appearance since October 2022. Of course, as we know, in the uh, Socceroos World Cup campaign, he was uh, ruled out late on there with that injury. Uh, so great for Martin Ball to be back on the pitch and. Uh, We'll be uh, surely working hard to get him back in uh, Socceroos contention, that's for sure. Uh, and of course, we saw the likes of Aidan O'Neill and Geordie Boss, these guys involved, uh, making their debuts for their respective clubs as well. And um, the English Championship gets underway this coming weekend as well. So uh, we can surely expect the likes of uh, potentially Sammy Silvera, uh, potentially Tom Glover as well, and uh, Ryan McGreg involved in the coming uh, weekend. So let's jump into some A-League transfer news now. Last week was pretty quiet. I don't know if it's just because the Women's World Cup was sort of taking a lot of the news, but there really wasn't much news at all. Uh, so we're going to jump into some news now because there is um, a bit more this week.
uh, we're going to start with Melbourne City, who have continued um, some of their recruitment and rebuilding. Uh, Marin Yakalish has signed for the club on a one-year loan. Looks like a promising signing, a winger, uh, Croatian, but um, he looks like he has uh, he, he can be uh, he is eligible to play for Australia as well. So has that connection to Australia. Um, looks like a, a very solid signing for uh, for for Melbourne City there. There also has been links. This just came out today. I saw, saw this across the socials. Um, some outlets have been reporting that um, Aziz Bayic could be set for a reunion with Melbourne City. This would be a great signing for City. They, of course, uh, parted ways with Geordie Boss at the end of last season. And, um, hey, not not a bad way to replace the Socceroos left back with another Socceroos left back. Aziz Bayic, um, obviously formerly of the club, club back um, in the Melbourne Heart days. That would be a great pickup for City. Uh, some big losses for Perth Glory. While uh, while Alan Stadich has of course arrived at the club, they have parted ways with two um two two pretty important um first team players, Ryan Williams and Jordan Elsie. Both have departed to join clubs in uh, in India. Um, that's a big loss. Really, really big loss, um, especially Ryan Williams for me, who was who was a key attacker for Perth last year, uh, played many games for them. Uh, Jordan Elsie was was pretty much a starting centre back for Glory last season as well. So um, more more positions where Glory might need to strengthen in there, especially in attack. It's looking pretty youthful. Um, whether that might be the, just the way forward for Glory to to really just be promoting the young players moving forward, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see, of course. And uh, plenty of news around Central Coast Mariners. They have been very busy this week. Obviously, the exciting thing is that for Central Coast Mariners, the women's team is joining the A-League women's competition this upcoming season. They have announced numerous uh, women's signings this past week. Isabel Gomez, uh, Sarah Langman, uh, Rola Badawia, and Bianca Galich have all joined the club. Some of those players from uh, from former, um, formerly other uh, A-League women's clubs. So... Central Coast Mariners really starting to build up that women's side now. And the men's side, they've been busy as well. First of all, a departure. Benny Incololo, French winger, has departed the Central Coast Mariners for a move to Saudi Arabia. Benny Incololo enjoyed a very successful couple of years on the coast and, of course, finished it off with the grand final win and a goal in that grand final as well. Um, and Cololo, personally, one of my favorite Mariners players of the last couple of years. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful guy as well. Uh, but Mariners have wasted no time in replacing Encololo. Uh, this player could potentially be that direct re- replacement. Uh, Mikhail Adoka, a Brazilian wide player, has joined the Central Coast. He is the third Brazilian now at the club, uh, joining the likes of Matheus Maresh and Marco Tulio. Uh, Doca apparently can play as uh, as a wingback or, or further up the pitch as a wide player. And um, an interesting designing to see sort of where he does fit in. Um, if he does play further up, obviously we know Mariners have now lost Encololo and Silvera, their two starting wingers from last year. So the the logical thing you'd imagine would be for Docker to shift into one of those wide midfield positions. But of course, we'll wait and see. Um, some more wide positions being covered, though. Mariners have also signed Noah Smith from Brisbane Raw. A return to the Mariners for Smith. Uh, and at once again from Brisbane Raw, Mariners have picked up Trent Millard. Uh, Millard was featuring for the Brisbane Raw Academy squad uh, in recent seasons. And uh, again, can play in those wide positions. So a couple fullbacks signed in recent days. We'll keep an eye on what happens uh, in that Mariners fullback situation there. Um, potentially some departures. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, with all these arrivals, um, it's quite interesting. Quite interesting. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that one.
Um, an exciting move for Mohamed Toure over in France, of course, has been playing with Stade de Reims uh, over there. Mohamed Toure, uh, a player who many fans would love to see get a Socceroos call-up. He has joined Paris FC on loan for this upcoming season. Looks like a great move for Toure. Uh, he was getting some minutes here and there for Stade de Reims, but um, to jump jump into the second uh, division there in France with Paris FC, you'd imagine that he'd be getting decent minutes there, and um, we hope so. We hope so. Jumping over to Brisbane Raw now, the Queensland club um, have announced a couple signings in the past week. Joe Coletti, another player returning uh, to their old club, Joey Coletti, uh, spent some time in Japan recently and formerly of Adelaide United also. Uh, but uh, he has returned to Brisbane Raw where he played there a few years ago. Decent little midfield signing there, Joey Coletti on his day can be a really, really top player. Uh, Brisbane have also uh, promoted Thomas Waddingham, the striker, to a scholarship contract. Still yet to sign a senior striker at the moment, Brisbane Raw. So we're definitely keeping an eye on that one. But Thomas Waddingham, who knows, maybe he will be the one to step up and lead the line for Brisbane this season. Um, and then your last piece of transfer news from Wellington Phoenix. They have signed Finn Conchi uh, from the academy. Uh, so... Plenty of young players being promoted, uh, which seems to be a, an ongoing trend amongst plenty of A-League clubs this off-season. So that's all the A-League transfer news from the past week. And of course, uh, teams really wrapping up preparations now as the Australia Cup is set to get underway. And the A-League season itself is just over a couple months away. Um, still plenty of time in the transfer window. I think we will see some big move, movement still. Uh, but teams really starting to take shape now. Um, don't forget, you can keep an eye on what's happening on YouTube. Plenty of live streams over the coming week. Of course, um, as mentioned earlier, we're going to be live this Friday night uh, for the Australia Cup. Um, the four matches getting underway for tonight. We're going to be live for all those. Uh, we're doing two live watch-alongs on Saturday. It's a busy weekend. Uh, we'll be doing a watch-along for Spain, Switzerland, and then Japan, Norway, the two round of 16 matches on Saturday. And then I'll watch along for the Sunday night match. That'll be Sweden v USA. What a game that'll be. Uh, we'll also be live on Monday for England v Nigeria. And then, of course, Australia taking on Denmark. We will be live for that one. Unless I manage to sneak a sneaky uh, uh, resale ticket uh, on the resale platform there. I um, know a lot of you guys have <laughs> been buying tickets for the Women's World Cup. Um, it can sometimes be tricky trying to trying to snatch a sneaky ticket there on the resale platform. Uh, they do go very, very fast indeed. Um, and then we will be live on Tuesday next week as well for those two final round of 16 games. So we are live for almost every single round of 16 game next week doing those watch along. So make sure you come and hang out with us in the live chat. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you leave a star rating if you have enjoyed this episode. My name's Lockie. This is Coast Watch Football. Catch you guys in the next one.